how are you? Merry Christmas is now the way of the past, and we are right. rapidly approaching the new year. The end of 2019, the end of the decade. Oh, my God. No, I, I have to say, uh, dude, it, completely not gaming related. And I meant to say something before we started. Walmart, literally, the it's December 26th when we're recording this. Oh, has no. Valentine's Day. I was going to say, wait, I was waiting for the Valentine's Day, and there's Valentine's Day. I'm stuff. like, we were walking down the aisle, and there was like heart shaped <sighs> boxes, and I'm like, Ser seriously, seriously, Dude, they, they, I, they waste not a minute. It's like re it's retail, man. Like we're ready, it's, it's, we're ready to sell you. Let me show you my wares. It is impressive, and I I was just like. Yeah, I'm like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Mean. Like, it, it, well, it's like one of those things now where you know already Thanksgiving's the fat cousin of the year, oh, where right. it's just like it's just one of those things you have to do because it's like it's a speed on bump on the way to Christmas. Yeah, and and so it's like literally like Christmas is now just becoming this thing to where, dude, like they would have like Christmas stuff out and like selling it for like eighty percent off, ninety percent off, and now it's just like no, we'll just burn it. Dude, so, we gotta bring we gotta bring in the heart shaped boxes. So so I'm holding up a Santa hat. I know you can't see it, but I'm holding up a Santa hat. I found this Santa hat the Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve, the Eve of the Eve. Mm -hmm. Right. Right aid. 50% off. Right? 50% off. It was they were only eight dollars a hat. 50% off. So it was literally three, like three seventy-five or something a hat. I bought four of them. I bought, but you know, uh, one for each of the fam. So one for the, you know, one for each like, of the boys. I was like, and then damn, like how me. hard are you being Santa? No, 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 no. So like, I bought one for me. I bought like a little like like there was like a, a leopard or one for the wife, and then like like right. just a regular Santa hats that, for the boys. That, that and Dolce like, Gabbana uh, Santa hat. Hell yeah. And we like warm around one night. It was fun. Like it was 15, yeah, man. less than 15 bucks. There's like 12 or 13 bucks to get some Santa hats and just like that, add a little more Christmas cheer. Right. Like that spirit, the spirit, 80% off. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. It I mean, me. I mean for a hundred percent on, you can now get some sweet, sweet Valentine's day candy. That's only two and a half months away or a month and a half away. It'll keep and keep. I'm like, dude, who the hell buys Valentine's day candy a month and a half? You know what? I'm I. I, there gotta be I, somebody. I, They're putting it on the I, shelf. <laughs> I'm a collector. What can I say? Like, like, no, I gotta just... get ahead of that this year. I've been really bad. I keep I keep doing stuff the night before and paying so much for flowers. Go to Aldi's I, if you want to buy flowers. By the way, fam, they are like a third, if not less, yeah. than everybody else's flowers. You can get like two dozen roses for like fifteen bucks. No joke. As Live opposed that to paying life. like proflowers.com, paying $50 for a oh, bouquet. Get rid of this crap. Anyway, tonight's agenda. <laughs> tonight's agenda is video games. Because we are, again, we're rapidly approaching the end of the year. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling an audible here, but I think we're going to be okay with it. Tonight, we're going to specifically talk about the games of 2019. Yes. And, uh, and next week, because it will have, we'll have just rung in the new year, we can actually Absolutely. talk about the games of the decade. Yeah, um, I figured we would. And that way we can... can bridge those two divides differently because they, they each warrant their own their own discussion well the good news is there's absolutely f all coming out in january so we're gonna have to talk about something yeah i mean there's literally a literally a dragon ball z game coming out in january like yeah. if, you, if you go and you look for like notable releases for next year and it's like january is like dragon ball z kakaro i'm like yeah, okay the, the calendar's just sitting there shrugging like you know it's like sorry dude like come back in february <laughs> february's got some stuff 
so yeah, we're we're gonna have stuff to talk about. So we're we're gonna do this now. So what that yeah. means though is we're gonna we're gonna go through the year. We're gonna go month by month and talk about the releases that we gave a crap about. Again, sorry if we don't talk about yours, you can yell at us in the comments. This it's, is where you on the YouTube or if you're watching on the live stream, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. By the way, tell us in the comments what was your game of the year. What was the most important game to you? Let us know. We 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 are we are excited to hear. I we already kind of had. We already had a reaction to the game awards, so we've already talked about this at least in a, in, in some of a perspective. But yeah, to to delve fully into a, a full year of exploration because my lord, going just going through this stuff already, like yeah, pre the show, dude. There's so many games that you forget actually came out. I was like, oh my god, that actually <laughs> at one point was my game of the year, and I completely even forgot it existed because yeah. it wasn't talked about at all. The game awards. I so, was so I got so in depth, I literally forgot Call of Duty. Like that's me how, too. That's I was how like, far I'm down like, the rabbit hole. I, I was like, oh god, COD's on my game of the year list. Hell yeah, dude. So yeah, so we're it. gonna go through this. We're gonna talk about the year. We're gonna talk about our our biggest disappointments. In fact, do you want to just dive into the disappointments now? Absolutely. Why Why not go ahead and brush away the negativity? Let's, let's as we go into 2020. shuffle that out and get that out of there. That way we can talk positively about most of the games. I what What is? I know you have you have a few more than I do. I uh, I, I, I I do. Do you just want me to go down my list real quick? I would I would love for you to go down. I mean, you actually played this game together, and okay. it's the only time I played this game. Okay. Crackdown three. Oh yeah, good old crackdown. Not, not not enough X Cloud in the world could save this game from being just a a mess of of. I, just, I tried. I tried dude, to like that game. I, that was one this game could, was this game was delayed and it still sucked. Um, they completely <laughs> redid it to make to, to make a uh, uh, um, oh god um, why am I why am I blanking on names. Like what Terry Crews in it? Yes, like, Terry yeah. Crews. They you completely remade the game with Terry Crews. Yeah, you and had used Terry him as a Cruz marketing a hot chip to to it, get this game sold, and they still couldn't. So bad, and it's one of those things too Thank that God yes, it's on like Game Pass. <laughs> and I yeah, we were like given copies, and we were both like, we own it on Game Pass. We really don't need to do this. Yeah. Um, but no, it, dude, I don't know how like you create something that is literally about you being a super soldier that's able to jump over buildings in this world and it becomes like this most banal exercise ever of just sitting there and just being like wow this is actually really bad i would is one of its problems is is that it stayed in the same format of crackdown like the first crackdown and crackdown 2 i don't feel like that game is any different than those games even yeah. though it's 10 12 years later it still feels like a game from the middle 2000s and that's not a good thing. It, it doesn't even feel as though it's as good as Crackdown 1, which I actually enjoyed a lot. Well, it, like again, 10, 12 you, years ago. You you bring up a good point. When you when you look at it versus the caliber of open world, even destructive open world games, the right. fact that you can bring down buildings is cool. The fact that you could do certain things was fun. But the but overall only, that was the only multiplayer fell flat. Yeah. yeah. The, the it, overall like story didn't hit hard. The the there is no story like well, you the just, story yeah. is you, the the city's being taken over by the shadow corporation. You have to go and and liberate the points. Familiar. Again, it, it's it's very Ubisoft open world. Go and take out the various bandit camps and and you know you'll you'll do that stuff. But it's not implemented with the same degree of polish. There was almost no. It was rough. It, it was it was rough. There was there was hitches. There was glitches. There just 
it was not it was not the experience you wanted. Now, did I have fun no. when I played it? Yes, but when I was done playing it for the first couple hours, I had no desire to go back. Yeah, like, I wanted to. I was like, you know, what? this is actually different. I, I'm I'm if at the time I was like, I haven't played anything like this this year. I, I'm okay. And no, like I just, it really had nothing to make me it, want to go back and play it. I, it, I, it keep now that I remember this game as a thing, it will now keep me up at night knowing that some people paid $60 for this game. And that haunts me. I mean, I'd rather go back and play true crime streets of LA. Cause it had a better vibe and a better, a better Oh yeah. Tr- tr- I mean, and that was an original Xbox game. <laughs> Like or some sleeping dogs or or, dude, or yeah, something like that, dogs, like something like you that. Know, if, just, if you want to go through that kind of thing, like, dude, it just plays like an old game, and that bothers the bejesus out of me. Now, uh, my next one, go for it, is one I know you quite enjoy, and will disagree with me on uh, Anthem. I, I just, I you you will you will find in retrospect, I do not I will, disagree with you as much as you think I do. Okay, okay, that's fair. I played Anthem. I want to say. Two weeks, and that was a forced playthrough. I just got to the point where I think my stopping point was literally when, uh, to carry on, I had to kill so many bugs of okay. like each individual thing. And I was like, that is by far the dumbest thing ever to to make that. me do to force a narrative. Like I should be able to continue to play the story and be completely happy playing the story with whatever's going on. But no, I have to go kill 50 of like three different kinds of bugs all in all, like 150 different kinds of things in the world. And I feel like that's, that's a, a bad narrative forced exploration. Um, and it's just, it's, it's not a good style for what this game could have been. This game had so much promise. Like I felt like this game, you know, it was building up as like the destiny killer and, and whether I, I can't remember if they kind of rode that wave or not, but it just, it looked great. I actually enjoyed like flying in the suits. It just wasn't, it just, it, it, it was a hat, you know, it was, it was very much that game felt like an essay someone wrote in fourth grade and did cannot instead of can't to, to make, to actually pull a thread a little bit through that game. So that's where I'll disagree. So I feel like there was actually in terms of in terms of the overall experience of the campaign, the single player effort, I actually had a lot of fun and I didn't mind sure. putting in the time. And and because there was drop in drop out multiplayer, uh, the the campaign missions and things like that were fun. I felt like especially comparing it to Destiny uh, and Destiny one, because, hey, I'm trying to uh, I'm apples to apples here. Sure. Uh, first first thing in a new IP. Destiny one had F all for story. It had. Uh, F all for, for any kind of continuity of threads. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, uh, voice actor changes a year into it. There was delayed content. There was all kinds of problems that it had, but the core well, gameplay was fun. The core gameplay was fun. Sure. But and this the thing is that Bioware had, though. No, no, no sure. Bioware. Sure. And it's Bioware's first foray into making this type of game. Now, what what well, it's I not the first story they ever told them. No, that's, no, no. That's, that's my beef. Is like well, no, but so I actually again, my, my beef was not with story. There was more cutscenes in the first two hours than there were of the entirety of Destiny. So, in in that sense, well, I knew what was going on in the world. I know what the conflict was. I knew who the baddies were. I knew why they were sure. being bad. I I had that that meat, that potatoes. I knew who my character was at a base level and and who they had interacted with within the world. Right. The, the pitfalls of anthem for me because i played 60 hours or so to get through the end of the campaign so there was plenty of meat from a single player experience slash campaign experience for me 
where, where it fell short is they had zero post-launch support. And, and their, their answer was a very Diablo-esque, uh, would just go for grandmaster levels of difficulty. Right. And playing well, the same was, crap over at a harder difficulty doesn't make it fun. No, it doesn't. Like, and, the flying and that's was the fun. The combat was too. fun. But there, it, you need to give it, me more. It was the same weapons at, at, at a higher class. Like, I, like, sure. like the same pistol that you would get as as a boring gray weapon was the same pistol you would get at Legendary. The numbers were just bigger. Yep. And... I don't like that. Like I, I will say that's where games like Destiny and and stuff like that, like they they do sell me because sure. I want to grind the, to get that specific weapon or Diablo. Like you, since you brought that up, sure, I want to grind to get that specific weapon. Like I want I want the perks of what that weapon brings. And and Anthem had none of that. It was literally just like I I, I feel you know, like it was, it was a bare bone. It was a bare bones implementation of that entire it's, system. It's just a derivative game of of something where it's just like hey. You know, it was it was boring within itself. Like even its own world <laughs> with the weapons and stuff like that never felt like flushed out to the point of of feeling like a complete experience or the need to proceed past what what story was there. Yeah, and and that's again, I'll I'll agree with you on that. Like they didn't do anything to to make you want certain things. They again, they just tried to perpetuate this grind. And I don't know if that was to buy them time to be able to get put together more post launch con. Like they had a whole post launch map, and I was like, man, if they actually stick to this, this is gonna be great. Yeah. But literally from the first like the first time they missed a, a point, they never made up that point. They just yeah. completely messed it's up like, in that respect. It's like they, just, it's it like they went ahead and gave up. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if that was mix up at the studio or what, but it really hit hard. Now, I, now, I, I know part of I have an inkling as to part of what happened. People were very unkind to Anthem when it released in terms, and and I mean, in my opinion, unfairly unkind. Like 2019 has been the year to hate Bioware, and it's it's been. It, and I'm I'm not saying that it's a hundred percent unwarranted in certain aspects, but it's it, mm -hmm. the the internet hate machine set its sights on Bioware, and Bioware could do no right this year. There were plenty of people that were like me that were kind of a quiet like, yeah, this game is actually like fun to play with friends and stuff, but it lacks post game content. But right. it needs to have better post game systems. It I, needs to have better weapon systems. I wasn't and I'm on willing the hate to train. give you time. No, and it's like and I'm willing to give you time to fix that, but then the fixes never came and they finally right. like released the end game cataclysm content. And the end game cataclysm content was was actually pretty cool. Didn't have enough hype around like, it to suck me back in. Wasn't that like two or three months late as well? And they yeah, didn't even was, announce, was, like, was, when it was late, they didn't even announce it, I don't think. Like, they just let it go. No, they, I mean, they, they definitely announced Did it. But they? They, they, it was supposed to be a month out from a release. You were supposed to have the Cataclysm. It was like three months after Mace release. That's they rough. They finally released the Cataclysm. And and it was a cool event. Like, I actually watched uh, um, Dagot Game. I watched him play that because he played a good bit of it. Like, it was cool. It was, it was very, like, raid-esque. Like, you had to... Right. trigger certain things to happen and they did a really good job of like forcing you to have teamwork and doing those different things and and it was really well thought out you could tell that they put a lot into making that work it was just so late that everybody right. had moved on to other stuff and i, and I it, you completely lost people but i'm going to say this as a caveat as well me personally 2019 for me is very much the year that i give absolutely zero f's whatsoever about the whole like games as a service model i'm no, I, so I'm, done i'm burned out by I'm it like, done destiny's like the only thing i actually care to continue playing and that's mostly because 
I'm playing PvP on on PC now, sure. and it's an entirely different ball game, and it feels but you're really playing good. PvP. To play that. You're not grinding rage. You're yeah, not yeah, yeah I'm, not, like, I'm not doing any of the story stuff. Like you're I just I, doing PvP. I, I, I have Shadow Keep on PC and Xbox, and I haven't finished it on either yet. I haven't um, finished so, Destiny 2's base storyline on either machine. Yeah, like it's, and it's uh, no, it's not true. I did. I finished the base quest. Right. I, I haven't so done it, Shadow it, Keep, it, and I haven't it, done the, the other expansion it, before it either. It, so. It's one of those things that I I look at. I know this is off topic, but I look at Avengers, and I'm like, that game's already in trouble, and it hasn't even like like. Right. really hit the press circuit yet and i know but again here's the thing like there was a resurgence of 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 stuff and again we're kind of a little off top here but there's been a resurgence of these types of games later in the year with destiny 2 with shadow keep kind of like yeah it's pushed right it's, it's made a push but, back but the thing but is like, like destiny, destiny 2 destiny, or not destiny De 2 division 2 bombed super bomb well, hardcore bomb two, we want to talk two, about another well, no, disappointment we're, we're we're bringing it back around to to what we were talking about my next disappointment the division two i'm sorry two. my apologies tom clancy's the division two is my right. is one of my biggest disappointments i was planning on that game to to carry me through at least like a month or two on my yep. channel until like the bigger releases started really cycling in in the fall like oh. i was done with that game in a week and a half two weeks yep. it's an it's another one to where um the the end game was just more of the same same weapons harder bad guys and, and and like you said like the end game when it's just all it is is the ramp up of difficulty yep. doesn't feel like an actual end game to me it nope. literally just feels like hey you just did get to keep playing the game and for some people that's good enough for me like call it I new actually, game plus at that point like, yeah you know exactly it new game exactly. plus it's not you, it's not actually more game it's just new no, game plus like i want my end game to be something that i unlock that i can do more of now as opposed to just do more of the same except more difficult which sure. doesn't feel as difficult because i just have like you know like you said new game plus like i have more powerful weapons which is more of the same and in division 2 once i found like a particular kit Yep. uh I, I i just kept it like you know i i wouldn't be satisfied until i got like that exact same weapon later on because so, nothing would be as good and that was one of the problems in division one as well so the division two for me where where the division two fell flat again had an actually okay story had had a, a decent callback to to tie the right. first game and the second game together the the end game that was part of the the story was actually was a world good tears end game. right yeah well no it wasn't world well I mean, the end game, like the end story content was oh, like, you, you had to do story, enough man. stuff to then unlock these, these, uh, I can't remember what they were called, but like they're raids, basically. They're like these, yeah. these major points, like the capital and stuff. And, and you have to do those. And then part of the end game is having to redo those things against different enemies that all feel very much the same. Cause it's just shooty shoots, right? Like, sure. So that's, that's part of it. But I thought that that was a cool model where the division two lost me. And where the division one lost me was all the min maxing BS that's in the game of trying to find out what kit is going to get you the best, this and that, and the other, like all of that stuff, they, they try and do way too much of that mm -hmm. in the game. And I know I have a, I have a sense of why they try to do that, but even like the whole, um, like, like crafting station, I never knew if I was crafting something if it was actually going to help my gun if it was going to hurt my gun well, well, or if it was going to help me or be strong enough and like it, you get lost in systems where the systems mm -hmm. should be easy enough for you to understand to where you're like okay yeah i have crafting components do i want to sell things to make money so i can buy things or do i want to craft them typically in games crafted goods are better than bought goods 
in the division and, two that was not so, true dude at least in, i everything i crafted was always worse than what i could buy right. and that was maddening and and that's what's frustrating because then you you loot all this stuff and it's like well if the whole point is for me to just go out and loot more items then just allow me to sell things don't have me break them down for no reason at all right and, and that's where it lost me like the 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 tech tree that they unlocked was good I like the abilities. I just couldn't get into all the crafting and stuff. And right. it's again, they, they try and do so much to create this world. And you and I actually had this discussion when it first came out, they should not right. have made the division two. They should have just made a big update to the division. Well, I mean, it's, it's what we've talked about with destiny too, as well. Like when you have this division is technically supposed to be a service game or right. game as a service. And when you and, and Destiny Two the, did sure. the same thing, like you don't need to have sequels; you just ha need to have like, like, just Dude, uh, if you want, but if that's things, DLC. If you want that sixty dollars price of admission, then make it a DLC that's sixty yeah. bucks and say it's completely overhauling it's the like, entire game. Well, I mean, it, exactly. Just be like, listen, it's literally like you're getting a whole new game. It's it's just that since this is a game as a service, like, quit beating around the bush. Like you're so happy to talk about games as a service in in right. Things like this. Why not do it when relating it to a game release? Like that's what drives me crazy is that they'll talk about games as a service until it comes time to actually say how much something's going to be and when they actually release it. And I'm just like, dude, it, that that confuses people. Like, just make it instead of calling it something too. Just be like, hey, it's a DLC. If you need to make it standalone, like that's where you need to go the Destiny route. I still think Destiny Two needs to just drop the two and just be yeah. like, all right, everything from here out is actually just going to be a subtitled DLC. It'll I mean, be a, it'll be as big, and like in the division could still do that. You know, again, Man. both of, both of you, hey Bungie and and Yubi, if you guys are listening, you know what would be really cool if you took all that content from the first game and made it retroactively available in the first game. It, 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 you know, from and, the first game to the second yep. game, that way you and have make your base game free. Yep, and just just either make the base game free and charge for DLC upgrades. Yep. Like there, there, there's this there's this really big MMO that is the original kind of game as a service kind of model that has been doing this for a lot of years that makes a utterly crap ton of money and has continual users always playing the game. And I think they even made some things where they actually re-released original versions of the game, just remastered for even more money Yep. and made a crap ton of money and researched their view base. What's that game? Oh, sorry. World of Warcraft. Oh yeah. It's called World of Warcraft. Yerp. Why don't you, why are you trying to reinvent the damn wheel? Like, learn from these people. I mean, Bungie, you have zero excuse because you literally were owned by Activision for the entirety of the development of Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. Yep. You have zero excuse not to have gone to that model and just looked at it and been like, well, now this is what can. we should do. Like, straight up. Like, it's not World of Warcraft. They just... It's World of Warcraft, the Lich King, World of Warcraft, right. the Pandaria, World of Warcraft, whatever, you know, because prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, exactly. Cataclysm. <laughs> I can't believe I actually remember some of these names because I've never played World of Warcraft. That's not true. I played with the sake a few times, but like I have never like been into World of Warcraft. Right. My point is, is that they have models where these things could be good to where they have seen how, right. how people that enjoy this type of content enjoy the content the problem is they assume that console users are so different because we've never had these experiences that they have to create something right for console users and i used to buy into that until you run into all these issues that would be fixed by having the same type of model as these other mmos out there well Just i mean like, it an the, MMO. It's, it's the next evolution of gaming if you want to look at it like that sure. like 
you know, we had mobile games and people got used to like games being free that you have to do like microtransactions for. But the love of God, look at Apex and Fortnite and how well they're doing still. Right. You know, it's one of those things that you kind of have to give like if, if you want a game to survive, especially game as a service, you, you have to entrust that your community is going to be the one that keeps it afloat because they're the ones shelling out the money. 100 percent. Now, uh, mo moving on, uh, you're the, you're vastly going to disagree with this one. Days gone. Oh my god, I hate you. Slow, boring. It's on my, moving it's, on. It's on my game of the year list. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> that's uh, a that's a vehement disagreement. Yeah, uh, uh, another. It's a matter uh, of patience and attention, is what an, it is. Uh, another disagreement. Uh, Rage two. Rage two. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, so I would here, not call Rage me, Two a disappointment. I just let wouldn't me, call let Rage me, Two like something to rain home to mom. Let me say my let me say my let me say my piece on this to an extent. It's okay. it's exactly like uh, Far Cry New Dawn, where these games feel so similar now that it's they're just not fun for me anymore. They like the whole idea of like the and, and this isn't mm -hmm. for everyone. This is me. Uh, the idea of like the mindless shooter to where I, yes, there is a plot thread that kind of takes you through everything and stuff like that. These just aren't good enough for me anymore. I, I need something more kind of like akin to Outer Worlds uh, sure. that that it kind of has the same combat to an extent, but it also has a, a, a much robust story and a much, much robust like dialogue system and this and that uh rage 2 very much felt like hey let's make a game that kind of like has the attitude of far cry and has the color scheme of far cry and and just blare some metal behind it and and call it a day because that's what everybody likes they like bright colors they like loud noises kaboom and it m was you know met with Got a resounding me. whimper <laughs> yeah no i and it, I played through the campaign of Rage 2, and, and what yeah. I will say is that that for the large part, I just had fun because I was desperately needing that type of a shooter. Like, I just right. needed something where I could just go and get God-tier abilities and just go destroy things. Now, I where, just, I, just where I will here. say, what I will say is that similar to the first game, and, and I mm -hmm. agree with you on the Outer Worlds comment. I think I think I haven't finished the Outer Worlds. I need to go back and do that. I haven't either. But but the the format on how Outer Worlds is approaching the narrative and how it feels like a really big world, but it's actually very small in how they execute it. Mm -hmm. right? Like you you feel like you're able to go in this huge galaxy, but right. all, all the also Mass Effect did the same thing. You load into these very linear type like focused well, areas that you can well, sure rage, roam around but like rage yeah. 2 had this rage really 2 did that ubi world. thing as well to where it's like it's just the same repeated like right world let's events go, over and over build, let's kill this outpost and clear yeah. this out and and yeah, open you, the you chest and yes. you you get some stuff and and this and that and honestly at this point like that's not good enough for me anymore because everything has done that so much except for that doom. doom gets a free pass oh doom is so yeah but doom actually had a good story if you paid attention true well doom is also more linear i think mm -hmm. i think i think there's something to be said like we we have we've had these shifts in terms of trends and everybody games. trying to do open world but yeah, also 2019 like is the of year of, of open world where there have been some serious hits and some very big misses and i think yeah in, in terms of the open world of rage 2 it was a it's miss definitely a gamble it, it now didn't, it didn't feel great as an open world game but right. the combat felt good the weapons were fun to use the story to a certain extent was, was fun enough for me to want to right. keep going through it. And I got through it fairly quickly, but sure. I, I didn't have, when the DLC came out, I didn't have that pull to go back. 
And and that's where it's like it's not mm. a disappointment to me. I got what I wanted out of it. I got to go and, and race some hell and kaboom. Yeah, I just but I didn't I didn't have that like oh yeah that's a, that rage two is like that game. It, Whereas it, when when I played Doom and you play you play Doom when we played Doom 2016 we were just like oh my god yeah Doom is well, amazing. This <laughs> this very much feels like play this game. This this feels like more of a teenager like let's race some heck and it, it and they just, marketed it, it very I, much I, that way. Yeah, and it just, I feel like they marketed it like it was a mix of, like, you like Far Cry. And, and you also, like Doom. Also, those of you that remember Bulletstorm, like, oh, oh my fun. God, kick him in the nuts. But see, and, Bulletstorm and was a work. linear experience. Yes. Like, and, and that's where I feel like there's, there's, I, that's I because that these games these work cues. in a confined space, not right. in an open world. Because if you try to keep the same thing over and over and over, it just gets boring. And yeah, that's the, what this the is. The magic, the for me, and we're we're kind of getting on a different topic of Bulletstorm, which I hope they make a sequel to finally, but that's uh, a long shot. But I I can yeah. hope the yeah. the magic of Bulletstorm to me, which is one of my still one of my favorite games, is that like you said it's confined space, but there was so much to do. There were so many yeah. things to do, and well, it was left to your imagination to with it. a lot of things. Exactly, the the abilities were just cool enough and simple enough to where you could mm -hmm. you could actually combos. think about how it's to like, create combos. It's it's what makes games like Devil May Cry interesting. It's pulling right. off the combos. It's the different things that you can do within the confined space. Again, corridor esque that, experiences where you just get creative and you use the world that's around you to pull off some really fun and interesting stuff. And then you Weird move the narrative that along. Works. It's amazing, but it, it, <laughs> it's also move the narrative along. Yeah. Shooting things can 100%. only be so fun when you've done it a million times. You need to continue well, to move the narrative. Games like doom don't overstay their welcome. Like doom doesn't try to be a 40 hour experience. Well, and I think, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing right now when you're seeing these open world style shooters that do overstay their welcome it's because of the open world mechanic. It's right. because they're not shuffling you fast enough to the stuff because they are opening it up and saying, Hey, go take out these six bandit camps. Well, the way that most people, I don't say most people, the way that I prioritize that in my brain is I'm going to say, right. well, I'm in the mood to go take out some bandit camps. And there's like seven of them throughout this map. I'm going to drive to all seven and kill them mm -hmm. at the same time. Oh, here, here's all these ability pods. I'm going to go get all these ability pods right now and do right. all of them at the same time and, and have like a, a measure of consistency. I don't do it as like a, here's your next quest item. And then here's your next quest item. Mm -hmm. Hell, even the wit the Witcher gets me that way all the time because I'm playing through The Witcher 3. The difference between the game like The Witcher 3 and something like Rage 2 is that even Witcher 3's side content is varied enough and filled with story and voice acting and all the stuff well, that, that I don't Witcher, mind that I'm going off on a side adventure. Witcher that's 3's what is. side stuff actually a lot of times feeds into the main narrative though. Right. That's but it, one of the smart things they did with that game. it's a side adventure. It's not a side task. There's very few... Right. There's very few fetch quests. There's very few things like that in The Witcher. There's very, very much a lot of, hey, there's a really, even if it's something simple, like I did a quest where you had to dive and get a black pearl for a guy. Well, this guy, he's like, hey, I'm an adventurer and I need to get this black pearl for my wife and come help me. And you're like, okay, well, you go to the shore. Yeah. He's like, go dive for this black pearl. You literally just go, you dive in the water, you get, get the black pearl, and then you go back and you meet the guy. And then he's like, oh, I don't have your money. And you're like, are you going to try and screw me? Is this what's going to happen now, dude? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> meet me back at the bar in Novigrad and everything will be worked out. I promise I'll pay you. So you get back to the bar in Novigrad and the guy's like, hey, here's all your money. And I'm 
like, oh, good, he, he's got my money. And then he starts telling you the story about basically his wife has dementia and doesn't remember him. And the whole I point, remember that mission. The whole point of you getting the Black Pearl was him having a one last ditch effort to try and jog her memory to be able to spend some more time with his wife. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, dude. You know like, what I mean, like it made it made a fetch quest where literally you just dived in the water and got a pearl and it made it worth doing. Because yeah. it adds that story content. In FPS games, games where that. you're just blowing people's heads off, doesn't do that. No. There's no, there's none of that. No, there's it's it's derivative and it just makes it boring and it right. it doesn't actually like immerse you in any way other than like mindless, like mind numbing uh, objectives, and that's right. all it is. So speaking of mind numbing objectives, oh, our God, next entry in in my disappointment list, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. That was on I, mine as well. I love Wolfenstein, and and we I love. I love the, I we love. Well, I love the old ones. I love the new ones, and this one, I like. It, this one it's, hit different, and not I a like. Good way. I like the characters, but I, damn, did I hate how like once again, <laughs> Wolfenstein is a shooter that is built within a confined space <laughs> that you move through to 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 continue the narrative. The open world killer. The right open here. world. <laughs> Where literally it's just like, oh, this is on a map. I need to go here. Except it's the same thing over and over. Well, and so where it looks the same. I will I will give okay. Here, yes. That was its and biggest problem. The characters, like the girls that played. No, 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 I'm daughter, not talking about the characters. They were they were entertaining. Like I actually enjoyed those. The the biggest okay. Or them. The the thing that they tried to do that was different is they tried to add zone difficulty to areas so basically they they had okay well you're in a city and you're trying to take back the city bit by bit okay not not a terrible concept you're opening it up a little bit it's co-op right. i get it cool nifty and and some of the set piece things were really great like there was a, a part where you're on like an airship or a train or something it was a really well done right. fun corridor great when you get into the open world bits, the biggest problem with it is that you, you again, can get lost doing side stuff. It right. should have been very focused. Like there's, there's nothing but for me to collect. Pay, but there's nothing for really me to really do. feel like it paid off all that much. No. And, and that's the problem is that like the, the there's cool stuff thing about you to the, do, but you shouldn't yeah. do it. You should just go do the main mission stuff well, and go to the next it, area. Exactly. And that's the cool thing about Wolfenstein that in, in those games, anytime there was a branch off period, like there was always going to be some sort of collectible or some sort yeah. of like, like little piece of the story that would fill in things more. And that didn't happen in young blood. It was just more about yeah. like, Hey, let's like make these zany characters who are his daughters, which like I said, the characters were great, but it's, it's the fact that the open world, like, God, it just made that game boring, but, dude. And like exactly, I, I, it would have been the same. It would have been, it would have been executed the same way. Yeah. If you would have taken my taken, take away my ability to, to open world and literally just tell me, okay, now we're going here to do yeah. this. And then when I'm done, I don't have to get out. I don't have to extract. I go, I get in, I'm done. And that's it. Like, just move me through the story bit by bit in the same space, in the same right. playable world, in the same zones. Just take away my choice. And I know that sounds bass-ackwards, but again, it's the 2019 no. year of the open world killer. Like, it, it's, it doesn't fit that type but it was no. a cool concept the way they did it it just still didn't work for me yeah i mean like if if you would take his daughters and put them in one of the other wolfenstein games like it would still be a really good game yes like you know it's it's not bj blaskovitz that makes the game so good 
It's the fact that it's an entertaining story built within, especially built within the a world ones. that moves along. Yeah. Especially the new, I mean, the, the newer ones. I mean, let me, let me put it this way. The, the reboot Wolfenstein, right? Like the first in the new series. I remember playing through that game, getting towards the end going, dear God, when is it going to end? Like there's more, there's right. more, there's more. And it was a linear experience. You just kept doing one mission after another, but like it kept yeah. giving you more story, more stuff to do. And, and you I went was, to the moon. Yeah. I was like, why the freak are we doing this stuff? But it was a great story. So which, again, right. I, which has me really excited for what we've seen from doom, but like you can, you've already told great stories in a very linear format. Right. What? I, I get it's an experiment and it was an offshoot sure. and it was less money and all that kind of stuff. Right. It was right. First time co-op and they're probably trying to minimize risk, but like, man, it would have been so much better had you just put it in a linear format. And then if you really want to, Try, uh, to to push the the co-op aspect just make the I, missions replayable i i, I feel like i feel like this was supposed to be a dlc like the new order and something that would feed into whatever the next wolfenstein's going sure. to be and then i think it just got away from them and it just got too big to be anything to be like that so they're yeah, like let's just like, make it a stand game yeah um again, but yeah it's, next it's go ahead terrible it's just that's it no, that no, was, that's, like, those were the only that, two on my no, list was anthem and youngblood it's it was the on my disappointment it, list. Uh, 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 next on my list, because I'm a horror fan, Blair Witch. Oh, um, yeah. Fuck that game. Moving on. Next. Uh, I didn't play it. And so I no, it's one of those things that if you're a fan of the horror movie Blair Witch series, this game literally will have nothing for you. It was just um, essentially a Layers of Fear 2 clone, it feels like. Oh. And Layers of Fear was a phenomenal game. I really liked Layers of Fear. Layers of Fear 2, like, it the developers and i'm not trying to make fun of you guys because you make a pretty game you make an interesting game right. until that last two hours where it's just hallway after hallway doing the same like stuff over and over like i'm not trying to be too crass but it's the same stuff over and over again right. and it's like just for the love of god sew your story up you don't need the redundancy just stop like that that isn't cute that isn't cool like me having to do the same hallway an hour like bro just stop please right. And Blair Witch was just shoehorned in here. Like, I feel like they were making this game and they it were like, even we tie into like a release of a new movie or announcement. No, or anything. And they it was were just like, like, we random. need something scary. And it's like, what if we made it Blair Witch? And someone's like, oh, that's a garbage franchise. Maybe we could get it cheap. And, and thus this baby was made. Wrong. I hate and, to be uh, that, but that's probably was a really good. That's probably a really good explanation as to why that, that might be a thing. But yeah, it, I don't know, it's man. It's not good. And last and uh, last, last but not your least on my list, uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, and I got nothing for that, but you go for it. What made Kingdom Hearts three such a disappointment for me is that it still played like a PlayStation two game, and it made me realize that I'm never. It made me sad because it made me realize I'm never going to like this series. It's a cool series. I mm. love the idea. I like that's what drives me insane. I love the scope and I love the idea of bringing like all these parallel Disney yes, universes right. into, into one cohesive thing along with final fantasy, which is a series I've enjoyed uh, here and there, but the story is convoluted. It's not good. And it's all about friendship. Stranger things did it in three seasons. Um, and it, it's just one of those things that it, yeah, like Damn. I have realized now, no matter what they do, I'm not going to like it. I'm just not going to be a fan of kingdom hearts because they're probably not going to change the gameplay enough to where I'm like, oh, now I got to get in on that. 
and you were it, pumped and, for it, man. I, I felt bad. Yeah, like, like I finally I was like, dude, like the first two games aren't good compared to like other game standards. Now it's like you can't judge it like that. And it's like, well, they came out with a, a re-release pack. I feel like I can. They're not good games. Yeah. And this one just was very much like same thing. And so yeah, don't get me wrong, like beautiful world. I I love the I love the concept. I love the concept. Like I I am upset because I feel like this game should be one of my favorite franchises of all time because I I I, I like Disney. I like Marvel. I love Marvel. Uh I like Star Wars. I like all this stuff. And I like button mashing combat and it gets all of it wrong for me. And it just it, I'm just going to sit here and just a little smug look on my face. I'm, it just I, bumps me out. Honestly, like again, I'm with you. I love all those franchises. I do enjoy Disney, but the the thing that has always lost me in this series is one, like the main characters, I don't understand because they're not in any Disney franchise that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't know who these dudes are. I don't know why they're there. I don't give a crap why they're there. I don't know there. you, bro. No, like I don't know you, bro. Like if the main character was Mickey and I'm going through the game with a with a key as Mickey, Okay, yeah. and I'm like doing stuff. At least I understand that it's Mickey, and it makes sense that I'm transcending all these different yeah, it, things. It's but, literally like one of those things where I feel like now I know how parents feel when like their kids loved the Beatles in the '60s, where I'm like, it's catchy, but I don't understand it. You know, it's I again, I just I, I've I've right. never gotten into the whole series. I just don't I don't understand. And it just bugs me, man. Like it I just, it like, bothers me. But then again, then I, I watch gameplay. I'm like, maybe, maybe I should, maybe there's something to this. Maybe, no, there maybe there's something to it. And I'm like, God bless it. If I had to listen to goofy and Donald duck be my sidekicks through an entire game of God knows how long I would literally, I would break pull something. my, I would pull my penis out of my ass. That way my body enclosed on itself. That way I wouldn't have to talk to them anymore. That's very graphic, but still like, I, I just, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't love these franchises enough to play a game that brings them all together in such a way that is so damn annoying. Yeah. Because I don't understand. Again, I don't that's understand. There's so like the pieces of the puzzle are there, right? Sure. But, like none of them fit together. It just, it's, it's unholy. I mean, they, but those things they've, they've done similar concepts in other franchises right. where you jump from world to world looking for something, right? Like you have the entire multiverse in, in stuff like that, where you can go through from world to world to world. For the love of God, they made Batman fight the Ninja Turtles. I still need to watch that. Oh, I didn't see that. I gotta do that. Yeah, but the point that's, that's point is, is that there's, there's been examples of how to do these things and make right. them cool and fun and interesting. I mean, even injustice to a large degree, a combat fighting game does that whole concept better where you're bringing together all these different characters that don't typically interact, but they're part of the same kind of DC umbrella and you make them have a common thread storyline where they actually have to work together and give a crap by each other. It's really well executed in my opinion. Then why can't you do that when you have so much more lore to go from in terms of all these Disney and so much more childhood. It just doesn't make sense. But anyway, so if that's it for your disappointments, let's run through the calendar and do a quick honorable mentions for each month, and then we'll talk game of the year because I'm excited yeah. to get into that. Uh, January, what are your honorable notes here? Honorable notes. Uh, now, when you mean honorable notes, are we hey, talking about things that are going to be on our list, or just things that we actually played? No, just things that you played. Let's let's leave let's leave uh, game of the year for the game of year discussion, and sure. whatever jumps out at you for January. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh, hmm. 
my least favorite Mario game ever. Wow. I beat the game in one stream and literally traded it in the next day because Ouch. I didn't want to look at it anymore. Uh, Kingdom Hearts oh. 3, by far my favorite in the series. Uh, <laughs> for January, that's literally it because uh, Resident, Resident Evil 2 remake. Resident Evil 2 remakes there, but that's literally for me personally, that's my game of the year. Well, I guess I mean it's like you don't we don't have to dive into it. I'm just saying, like Resident Evil 2 for you, yeah. that was that was like your main yeah. Oh, yeah. main squeeze in January. I, I had nothing in January. I give, give craps about absolutely <laughs> nothing in January. Life <laughs> is strange. I like the I series. I haven't, I haven't got it. I did. I legitimately did not play anything right. in January that was that was new because I was uh, not into it. Yeah, in let's February, see. February, yeah. Uh Apex Legends. It's still Dude. weird that game. Like that game feels like it's been around just as Longer. long as Fortnite now, and it's yeah. only 10, 10 months old. That's that's wild to me. Uh, I didn't touch Far Cry New Dawn or Jump Force Metro Exodus. I had fun with that game. I didn't oh, finish it though. I I did, and I was very happy. I did. That's that's a game of the. That's one of the game of the year lists for me. Metro Exodus is, is it, it, I've played all of them in the series. It's by far the best for a multitude of reasons. We can talk about it. In, Game of the year discussion. Crackdown yeah. three, we already said it was a disappointment in February. Anthem is overall a disappointment because um, they just did not execute True. it well. And that was really all I had. Yeah, that's the same for me. Um, I was actually given uh so moving to March, I was actually given Toe Jam and Earl. Uh oh, I really? never I, I never actually got to play it. Uh without a doubt, Devil Back May long. Cry, probably except for maybe the first one, my favorite in the series. Uh, And I love the first one just because it's more nostalgia, rose-tinted glasses. Uh, Love me some Devil May Cry, though. We talked about Division 2 enough already. Yeah, ain't ain't no one needing to know about that anymore. Um, Sekiro, baby. uh, Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro, without a doubt. I didn't finish it, but it's, it's like one of those games I'm sad I didn't finish it. Yeah, 60 hours and two playthroughs. I I am... I, I'm I love that game. Something I think fierce. me and you may need to do a fizz play to where you play it and I just and, and we talk about it. That way, you know, I'm okay I, with that. I, I get okay that, with feel. that feel. I get, get that you feel. You get the understanding, the feel for it. I'm right. down. Uh what else what else came in? Uh, so there's another honorable mention here for me, the Sinking City. The Sinking City, I watched uh Chaos I didn't get to play this. that. It looks it, cool though. Very it's it's all Cthulhu mythos and it's very much like a detective style game. And if you're kind of a fan of the Cthulhu mythos Right. Look for the Sinking City. See if you can either if it's either on Game Pass or on a, on a sale somewhere. See if you can grab that and play through it. If you, especially if you like Houdinets and and Cthulhu, it it was actually a very enjoyable experience. He liked it a lot. I thought it was cool watching him play. So definitely right. a, a, a solid mention there. Uh, next, we're moving into April. We're just chugging right along right now, dude. Uh, days gone's there. So, do you want to wax poetic for for that, or do you want to wait to the final discussion? We'll wait for the final discussion. Okay. Um, World War Z was was a game that kind of came out of nowhere, and it, it hasn't gone anywhere. But right, people enjoy it. it it's certainly right. an insane zombie game. Like, right. if you're if you're a fan of Left for Dead. This is a game that you should at least try because it has very much that same kind of quirky nature about it with like the chatter amongst uh, the different characters, but it has insane hordes of zombies, like dumb hordes of zombies. I mean, that's what World War Z was the movie. So sure. But I mean, like they're they're sticking with that for sure. When you're thinking of like, like we played, I played through left or dead to, at one point earlier this year and, and just like kind of brought back a lot of the nostalgia of just like constant zombies coming at you. Mm-hmm. This makes that look like child's play. Right. There's just like, they are 
spawning over each other. It's an insane amount of stuff on screen. So if you haven't, yeah. if you've been sleeping on World War Z, you like zombie stuff, check it out. It's good. I, I know what's on your list right here. Uh, I will say Steam, like for April, uh, Steam World Quest, uh, Hand oh, of Gilgamesh. Right. That was that. That's actually on my game of the year list. So we can we'll we'll, we'll wax really? poetic about that. Hmm? Interesting. Actually, I love the Steam World uh, series. Like this is their first uh, foray into a more turn-based card game uh, kind of thing. Sure. So like it's definitely like new territory. We'll we'll, we'll get into it. Cool. Uh, another honorable mention for me is Katana Zero on the Switch. That game is super I cool. If you haven't play played that. it, if you haven't played it, it's it's. It's like it this really so good. Essentially, you're a ninja that has like time shifting powers. And so you like you go into a Zen that allows you to like basically project or go into the future to see how things are going to play out. And you basically play it out. You basically play it out until you get it right. Right. And, but it has to be. A, but it's an entire one shot. So the entire section of whatever you're doing or that whole level of what you're doing is a full one shot. Okay. So you, you end up having to do it perfect the final time that you do it. And then that becomes your run. So okay. it can be frustrating. It, it's very repetitive, but it's super cool. And there's like lots of just very reminiscent, like turn a switch in, like use traps and time the traps. And it's just, it's, it's cool. I enjoyed it a lot. Katana zero was good. Again, days gone again. When for me game of the year, disappointment for him. Yep. And we move on to may. May. Uh, for me personally, May, uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, it's that. it's actually on my list for. It's one that I feel like it's one of the most impressive narratives for me of the year. Like I just really enjoyed it. God, I need to play. See, that, uh, that that's a loose one on my list. So that probably will be what I say about it. Like it's the gameplay is a little rough. I kind of dig the art style, but the narrative is definitely see, it's very interesting. See, I had played I had played Vampire, um, last year. Hmm. And, and that was a good game and I enjoyed it, but I saw Plague Tale and it's made by the same company. And I was like, you know what? Vampire was good, but I don't know if I'm going to devote like a full playthrough of Plague Tale right. Innocence. And then Plague Tale Innocence turns out to be like this just incredibly reviewed game. And I'm like still sad that I didn't set aside time to just play it's it. It's a I very think, sad game, I, like I, very early on as here, well. Here's though. the deal. For me, it was like Plague Tale and Rage 2 came out at the same time. And I I definitely know that I was needing color. I, I, I wanted Plague color. And, and right. that's what Rage 2 did for me after playing a ton of Sekiro. Okay. Give me that well, I, I guess that's the thing, too. Like, Plague Tale, once I played, like, both of those, I was more like, Plague Tale's kind of my speed right now. Sure. Uh, June is... Yeah, no, uh, nothing Nothing else there. For, for, <laughs> for me, April. June definitely came to Hyrule. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my game of the year, but it's something I definitely uh, yeah. enjoyed. Uh, on my game of the year list, though, in in June, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, so freaking good. love that game. We'll talk about that more. So good. Uh, Mario Maker also on my game of the year list. Uh, we'll go down that more. Uh, oh, so anything, Mario Maker it, Two. Well, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Octopath that just came to PC, but that was previously out, so that's not mm -hmm. on there. Uh, yeah, no, that's 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 a good solid. There. Yeah, Bloodstained and and yeah, I agree. Super Mario uh, Maker 2 was fun. I don't even get into those games and Super Mario Maker 2 was fun. Yeah, it's 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 it it's got its issues, but we're getting there. There you go. Um without a doubt, so July, July. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Like if you're kind of looking for a very odd Diablo itch to scratch and you have a Switch, 
uh, well, first off, you can get Diablo three now. Um, yes, you can. But, uh, <laughs> but another three you could get you is can. Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order. Uh, actually, a really fun game to play with friends. So you had uh, Stranger Things three. The game came out, which was kind of a random release that no one was expecting. I didn't play that. See a solitude. Drew played that. Starmer well. played that and had a lot of fun yeah. with Stranger Things three. Oh, Dragon, so. yeah, okay. See a solitude and also Dragon Quest Builders two. I really enjoyed Dragon Quest Builders too. Uh, see, it's Solitude was pretty good as well. Yeah, so you got that. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses is going to be an honorable mention. We didn't play that, but we have friends that did. That I mean, they the, put, that's the other the year for them. Retro Retro Fizz people uh, really dug that. So. Yeah, and then Wolfenstein well, came out that too. We're just not going to talk about that. <laughs> and then moving into August, uh, August you had. Uh, there's a lot of like re-releases that came out I, this I, year too. I feel like I kind of have to like give them a shout. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth came out to the Switch. Uh, came out to the it Switch. It was solid. Uh, Gun actually sent me a whole Friday the Thirteenth care package that you can see on our YouTube because cool. I unboxed it. Uh, actually ran pretty damn well on the Switch. Like I, if that was openly a game I did not enjoy on the Xbox. It's also openly a game on PC that I absolutely loved. And it helped build my channel up on Mixer, but it kind of just became more broken over time. Fair. Uh, and also, why it's while it's not a new na- uh, new game, uh, Hotline Miami Collection. It's on the Switch now. Uh, it came out in in July. Mm. Yeah, like oh, soundtrack, amazing. Uh, a game I didn't play though, Remnant from the Ashes, is one I need to download because Dude, a lot you of people and me both. On it. You and me both. We need to do that. That could be. Oh, this could is be August, a- my bad. No, it is August. Yeah. We're in August. We're saying yeah. we, we both um, need to hop on that train. Um, I'll, I'll throw a thing. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. I watched a number of people play this game. If you want like quirky Western space game that's yeah. not the Outer Worlds, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw was super good. Uh, just from I, I watched a lot of that. It was really, really well done and a, a fun game. PC only, but super good. And then No Man's Sky put out their Beyond expansion in August too. And massive kudos yeah. to No Man's Sky for continuing to support that game and uh-huh. make it even better. It's it's a fun experience. Um, I know you enjoyed Astral Chain. For me, Astral the last Chain one on the so list. So good. Yeah, last one on the list, Man of Madon, which we uh, played together. Over like control, we my man. Control came out in August. Control is solid. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I, I didn't. They sent me a code. I never got around to playing it. You never played Control? No, I've never played it. Oh, like I never got no. around. Like I, I feel kind of guilty because they were nice enough to send one out, and I was just like, I, I don't know what I was playing at the time, and I was just like, I can't get to it. No. Oh man, no. The control was control was solid. Astral Chain. I need to finish. Was Astral? If you have a Switch and you don't have Astral Chain. Go Nintendo, buy. put it on sale. I want to try it. It's so good. Broke. And then you and I did a playthrough of Dark Pictures Man of Madon. That's up yes. on YouTube, right, too? Yeah, Is that it? is very much on our YouTube. That's, that's, it was, both, that's a fun series both, to watch. Both sides. Uh, this is where you I killed learned, me, despite this man, Despite this man being one of my best friends in the world, uh, if it came to him saving my life, I am not taking any of his advice. <laughs> I, the problem was I, I thought way more than apparently the developers did as to what characters should be doing and how they'd react in certain situations. Uh, I'm an empath, apparently, and, yeah. and, and I'm far oh. beyond 
what they're I, doing. And yeah, they, feel, they, they, they pulled the fake me out on a bunch of times and I was just screwed. Yeah, out I was of like, I really deaths. hope this doesn't get me shot in the head. Takes Although advice, I did get your get main character. I got your original character uh, engaged and made it out alive. So you're welcome. Um, two out of see. six ain't bad. Two out of six ain't <laughs> bad. Hey, the the ones that bit the dust were kind of crappy characters. Anyway. Or three out of six, yeah. Like uh, I'll I'll give you that. Like that. Well, I don't know the little brother. Like he was a sweetheart. He was just very awkward. Um, yeah, yeah, he was. He was. But uh, into September, uh, first off, uh, will be Catherine came out uh, full body uh, yeah. for the PS4. I will be playing that later on, probably this month or no next month. Um, a Spyro reignited trilogy. I have a lot of feelings for for these games because I remember them fondly as a kid playing them on the PlayStation. See, here's the thing. Um, you you played Spyro, you also played Crash. And like I, I just remember watching pieces of your soul die as they were not as much as you remembered. I think that's well, the danger of these well, games. What being happened is I think the same thing with Spyro happened with Crash, where they used later games physics in, physics engines. On the, the older games, games. and yeah. those games weren't built for that, and so yeah. that oh. yeah, especially Crash, dear God, um, Gears Five is is almost on my. I I am going to be very mean here, and I really don't mean it as meanly as I sound. Gears Five didn't make my disappointments list because it's not important enough to me to put it on there. That's fair, and it 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 was a game it was a game i i think i liked gears 5 way more than you did but i i liked the story of gears 5 i like right this is one where they they attempted two sections of open world and i thought they did them fairly well but still a bit too sparse so as a first foray into that kind of a thing that, that game felt like a okay. lot of, that game felt like a lot of empty world though that's what i mean like the, those yeah. two sections were very big and i don't think they needed to be yeah. um but Overall, the stuff that if you actually did everything in those areas, it, it filled sure. it out nicely, added to the story, got you some abilities and stuff like that. It it was okay. It was not a it was not overly good. It was okay, but the graphics and gears, oh my god, oh, oh it's my it's god. I mean, doubt. when it's you're talking late gen Xbox game, oh, blew my mind, man. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's, gears was a mixed bag. I also like the new escape mode. The new escape mode was really really fun. Okay, but. They they need to do more with that. Uh, on my list for game of the year actually is Greedfall and Borderlands. Oh, I need to play. So Greedfall. I will talk about them more. Also, Link's Awakening also on the list. Uh, Monster Hunter it, World Iceborne also came out in August. Worth honorable mm -hmm. mention. We have many friends that got super into that, and and actually oh, they're much. continuing to add more stuff to it. So it's an ongoing thing that they're supporting. It's, well, it's actually getting ready to come out like that. Uh, DLC is getting ready to come out for PC, so it's probably yes. going to kind of get like get some new lifeblood too. Uh, I know for you, I see. Did you finish Surge Two? I didn't, but I enjoyed what I played. So I, the Surge Two is one that I wouldn't mind going back to. I started playing some of the Surge One, then I went into the Surge Two. I've tried to go back to Surge Two a couple times and keep getting distracted with other games. It's a good right. game. It's a solid game. It's got an interesting storyline to it. Um, I think that it also suffers from some open world problems. They're they because it's very Shocker. much I, in different way though. So the right. surge is very much a Dark Souls esque type game, and in in that same vein, they have uh, shortcuts and things that you can open up. And as you do them, they're very well done, and and they connect things 
well enough, but I have the same beefs with that game that I do with all the Souls-type games that aren't Code Vein, <laughs> and that is that there's no map that you can readily access at, at any time, and it's very difficult to figure out where the hell you're supposed to go. So in those are two gripes that I continuously have about games in this the overall genre that they need to fix. But overall, from an experience perspective, from a, from a systems and all those kinds of things, solid game, super solid game. Right. And Code Vein. Yeah, Code Vein. That's the yeah, oh, Code, Code Vein. One day I'll play it. Code Code Vein is not on my game of the year because I just feel like there's other stuff that deserves it, but. My God, if you're someone that has looked at Dark Souls, if you've looked mm -hmm. at Bloodborne, if you've looked at Sekiro and you go, God, those games look fun, but they look too hard. Look at Code Vein. Code Vein is very much that very accessible Souls-like game. And I mean that right. in every sense. It has a solid map system. It's got good fast travel. It's got, it's got a story that continuously engages you throughout the entire game. There's more cutscenes in the first couple hours than there are in the entirety of the Souls franchise. Like... And I mean that, like one, two, and three. There's a right. lot of story here. So there's a lot of game. There's a lot of story. It moves really well, and it's linear enough to where you understand where you're supposed to go. And even if you didn't, there's a map that you can pull on that'll help you all the time, anywhere. It's amazing how that works. Son of a bitch, get the map in the game, people. Anyway, done. But yeah, Code Vein, excellent game. Well worth picking up right. at any point. Do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that moves us into October, which is uh, first one, October 1st, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Uh, mixed bag for a lot of people on this one. I've enjoyed sure. it. Um, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Like, I just want to name it because that way people know it came out this year. Honestly, uh, dude, that, that's, one, that's one for me that's a disappointment, but in a different way. I mm -hmm. thought from the marketing that this was going to be a more linear well, Tom Clancy I, game. Another thought, one of those, it tried to do an open world where well, certain no. areas were harder than others. Marketing. It was not marketed as the sequel to Wildlands, but no. it is the sequel to Wildlands. It was, it was It was treated as, yeah, a survival game, right? Where Well, no, they, they, they in all the things, I right? Probably, I like, thought they were, yeah. In, in the in the trailers, they were like, oh, John Bernthal's this dude, and you're going to go take him down. It was oh, this yeah. really heavy narrative trailers, and you're just like, yeah, like... Yeah, let's go. Let's oh. fight John Bernthal. Let's go and let's let's and use some advanced tech and let's get gritty and cover ourselves with mud to be hidden from the enemies and all this kind of stuff. And then right. you get into the actual beta and it's an open world that game like Wildlands. Was so disappointing, dude. Like it was just I like Wildlands. And I was like, I was not expecting this. So I right. was disappointed that it wasn't a different type of game. I want I want Future Soldier. I want you to bring right. back Future Soldier. I want you to bring I back I actually really enjoyed Future Soldier, but people hated that game. But again, it's it's 2019 the year of open world man like everything is freaking open world give me back my linear experiences right. so i can be in your game for 10 to 20 hours get what i want to get and get the hell out and move on to the next thing i'll pay your 60 bucks for that you don't need to give me a million hours of gameplay of doing absolute right. bullcrap tasks for no reason just give me a good story that i can go and key off of but yeah so there's there's that uh concrete genie came out you and i both wanted to play that but haven't right. yet uh indivisible i played you play that yeah, I didn't finish it, but I played it. So good. Very so good. good. Very good game. If you're like, I think a kickstarted game as well. So like it was Yeah, you know, so good. Uh, add add that to the list of games that actually delivered. Yes. Um so next for me is Call of Duty, but that's on my game of the year list. Oh, praise be the COD gods. We finally got uh, a good one this year. 
Outer Worlds, like I kind of I, I had to whittle my list down so Outer Worlds was actually taken off my list. Outer Worlds uh, is worth playing. Absolutely, hundred percent. It's none. also on Game Pass if you have it. Um, Medieval is once again another uh, PlayStation remaster. Looks amazing. Uh, it also makes you realize how far button mashing combat has come uh, since those days. Fair enough. And uh, that gets me into November. Yeah, I am with you as well. In November. Uh, for and, me, Planet Zoo. Yeah, Planet I was Zoo, waiting. Super freaking oh, so good. Just. Oh, so good. Get, I, I, good game. I, I tried it and I got to the first barricade or the first thing and I was like, I'm good. And, okay, so, and I, I haven't touched it since. So it's made by Frontier, same company yeah. that uh, same company that does uh, Jurassic World Evolution and Jurassic World Evolution is just still so good and is still coming out with expansions and things just incredible. But that said, this is completely different in the sense that this is very zoo focused and they did mm -hmm. such a good job of like putting all these different things that are relative to the zoo aspect into it, like with the habitats and, and, and how you have to like raise barriers to certain heights and different things, just a whole different story. I was like, if they made this like they made Jurassic world, but just with a zoo focus, it would still be mm -hmm. a good game. They went way beyond my expectations to craft a really unique, solid offering that is very much in depth. I know people that have put hundreds right. of hours in this already and it okay. just came out in November. So Keep your eye on Planet Zoo and, and grab that if you haven't already. <laughs> Can, is it fair to put it on our disappointment list? You know what I'm looking at. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, out of sheer out, out of sheer audacity, I just wasn't even going to mention it. Oh wow. Okay, fair De enough. De Death Stranding came out in November next. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we just and we just don't care. There it Pokemon, is. Pokemon Sword and Shields on my Game of the Year list. Jedi Fallen Order is Dude. actually on my Game of the Year list, but almost Ooh. about to be whittled down. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I have 11 on my list right now, and I, I know we're going to make it 10. So Interesting. Uh, 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 Need for Speed Heat. If you guys like oh, racing yeah, yeah, and yeah. you have missed Need for Speed being good, Need for Speed Heat is so good. Like, so good. A lot of people like that. It's really, it's just, it, it brings back the fun, man. There's their fun cop chases. The world is good. The storyline's good. Like, just the car customization is is great. And, and again, vast but simple, really, right. really good. I enjoyed it a lot. So, uh, also, December happened. And I know a lot of people are actually satisfied with Life is Strange 2. Uh, haven't got even to play the first one, so I I, I always know. wait until those games are completely out before I go back and play them. Right, same. I, I can't do point. the episode at a time. Thing. No, I I, I don't do well well with waiting. Uh, but that's more or less it for our honorable mentions through the year. Yeah, I mean, we both wanted to play Dark Genesis, but didn't get a chance. No, and that's yeah, really the only thing in December yet. that that came out that was worth talking about. So and. I will say before our final review discussion, we are going to take a quick ad break, guys. So uh, get stay tuned. If you're actually watching this on the YouTube, it's probably just going to be two pieces of video cut together and you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, we'll be right back. Back from that beautiful ad break. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy ads. I know you do. <sighs> so Everyone good. does. Hey, look, they keep the lights on. And while we're right. doing that, I'm just going to go ahead and we're going to say at the end too. But you know, guys, if you haven't subscribed to YouTube or you, ha you haven't done that kind of stuff yet, make sure you click and follow and subscribe wherever you are watching content to make bell, sure that you do man. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, anyway. That all being said, let's get into our game of the year discussion. I only have four, five, five games on my you list. Have you have five? Ten. No, I, I have five. 
I no, it's fine because we have we have some different ones. It's fine. It's fine. We have some different. We have some the same. It's good okay. enough. And so, do you, well, uh, let, let's go ahead and knock yours out because okay, I, 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 I have a feeling we're going to agree on a handful of them. All right. So for me, Metro Exodus, Metro Exodus, um, I'm going to wax whack on a Metro, Metro Exodus. Metro is a series that that it has a, a long history. It's it's very well loved by its own community, but it's always pushed the boundaries I, of graphics and things. It's Exodus without a doubt is pretty. It's gorgeous. It, it's it is, also one of the first games I think to actually take advantage of ray tracing. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, it is on the PC. You can play ray tracing and it looks incredible. Um, but just the the world is gritty and dark, and it just it, there's a lot of really good qualities to the production of right. the game. That's certainly not a, a game that is half-assed in that regard. Now, um, but, like it's always kind of blended survival horror to an extent, right? Yes, like you don't, very you, much. Don't get, you don't get like a ton of ammo. It's not a like I'm going to fight everything and kill everything kind of game. Like you actually have to plan out your 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 attack. Yeah, I mean, well, there there's melee components and stuff, but the, there's, yes, right. you, you are constantly scavenging. You if you are not someone that is a looter, you are going to have a hard yeah. time because you need to loot uh, bullets and parts. And what they did with right. this game is they actually allowed you to customize your weapons by looting different parts. I thought that was a really smart addition to the mm -hmm. game uh, to bring a gunsmith uh, kind of kind of gunsmith ability to well, it. When they've always I, alluded to it in the series. It's always like I, these ragtag assembled pieces. And now you actually get to assemble those pieces for yourself. It's very, I like cool. it. Like in a yeah, dystopian world, you actually get to put together, like you get to take this crappy weapon and this crappy weapon and make an okay weapon. Yeah. I mean like for you, you'd have a shotgun, right? And you could take your shotgun and, and make it a breech loading double barrel or a quad barrel, or you could turn it into, you know, have a magazine and have a magazine fed all within the, this one frame. And then you would have right. a sniper frame and an assault rifle frame and a submachine gun frame and a pistol frame. And then you could do different things like add stocks to pistols and sights and extended barrels and basically turn it into a sniper rifle, even though it's a pistol. But the, the reason you would do certain things like that is because you have ammo scarcity. So right. you might need a situation where if you're finding Magnum bullets more readily, you might want to use them to reach out and touch people at range, as opposed to trying to use sniper ammo. That's much scarce, much more scarce. I, I will say this one didn't make my list for a couple of reasons. I am kind of tired of this point of the multiple ending scenarios. Okay. Um, because a lot of times you're playing these games and you don't necessarily realize that I like when a game kind of like lets you know, like, Hey, there's like different things that can happen at the end of this, because that's like, I went through that first town that was a very religious town, but they were also kind of like creepy, Bloody. like creepy cannibal a-holes or whatever. Yeah. They and worship I, giant catfish. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I may have like killed half that town. So and then like, and then I was like hit with like, they'll remember that. And I was like, uh Oh, that is not good. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's where you're smarter than me because like I was just like because I'm an agent of chaos in those games, man. I'm like pew pew pew, and then it's like you really effed up, and it's like, well, why did you give me the ability? I'm a dumb human. Well, okay, that again, that game was very context sensitive. It's actually really difficult to get some of the like the more like there's like there's like three endings, and yeah. it's really hard to get like more than either the Paragon ending or the bad ending. And a lot of it has to do with how you listen to your own crewmates in certain situations, as opposed to okay. how it is you attack a town per se, right? Like sure. you might, 
you might be someone that starts off like I did. I started off being way more stealth and then got way yeah, more I, vicious um, as the game I went tried on. To be, I tried to be stealth, but also that's one of those things where I, when I made better weapons, yes, I, I was like, yeah, I, I, I went from very much Sam Fisher to uh, serious Sam. Yes, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, let's blow up the world. Well, there's choo -choo. one, there's one section where you're in kind of like a desert area, and there's mm -hmm. all these like bandits running around. So like. I have no qualms just offing all these bandits because there's townspeople right. that you can help. And what, what makes that situation, whether you get the good or the bad ending, quote unquote, in that situation is whether or not you're actually doing all the side quests is really what that game was. If you take advantage of the entire okay. game and you like free the people that are stuck in this like boat that they're trying to make slaves. And if you do these things and like do the good things and you get the good ending and right. you'll have various, um, various of your, your squad mates that are in that game that are kind of on this train going on this journey with you will let you know, essentially, Hey, we should help these people or like, these are some of my people help them. And if you don't, that person's gonna be pissed at you and that might affect your ending. Right. So the, those are the kind of nuanced things about the game, which I actually really sure. like, cause it gives it a more human aspect to the characters well, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. makes them makes your, your it makes other the world people feel lived in. Yes. You know, and, and it's just, it was good. There's good relationships, good okay. people. I, it, the, the thing about Metro for me is it really made an effort to make the human relationships more authentic. And for me, when you looked at all the games that came out last year and why God of War was my favorite was because it felt like the relationship between Kratos and, and Atreus was so authentic. And then the right. relationships between him and the other characters was very authentic. And and where, where this game really brought that home for me was how genuine you feel these relationships are between these other characters. And you, regardless of how well animated they are or the situations you're in, it's all very human. And that's, that's where, when it makes you kind of like stop and think like, oh, I'm not just, you know, serious Sam running around killing people. Like, like there's actual consequences and there's people that I care about and there's stakes on the line. Right. That's what really gives that a, a sense of good, good. So Metro Exodus to me for so many reasons is on the game of the year list and, and is a contender for me. Okay. And the next one's Days Gone. And I know you hated that one. So this is gonna be a fun discussion. Oh, uh, I will go on, sir. Okay. So sorry, I dropped, I dropped my fidget pen that I'm, I'm clicking here. You're fine. Um, I'm working on not fidgeting so far. It's working out my brain's screaming, but I'm fine. Days gone was another game that I put a lot of time into. And, yes, you did. And, and I think the, oh, I, I watched you put a lot of time into it. I think the reason that I enjoyed the game was because the game, how do, I, how do I put this? It sounds, it almost sounds hypocritical. The reason I like this game is because it's a slow burn. Like you criticize it because it's a slow burn. We've had these talks before, like on right. the podcast. The reason it was good for me was because it gave you time to develop relationships with the people that are around you and to also experience how life is in this post-apocalyptic world. Like you oh, learned that you and your, and, and your and best opinion, friend, you know, all those people sucked. <laughs> like that's one of the reasons. And, I don't and like maybe, the okay, like, and that's fair, right? But like right. the, the, there's there's missions early on. Right? I don't know. This game's almost a year old at this point. I don't care. I'm talking about it. Like there's there's early in the first area, you meet a guy who's like a religious fanatic, right? But he yeah, runs yeah, an yeah, outpost, yeah. 
and you kind of have to do stuff for him and you either can choose to do stuff or you don't. And, and it's just kind of like weird because he's also are into they, drugs and you're are like, they the, are they the ones that like carved on their chest and stuff? No, 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 no. Those are the bad guys. Those, those That's are like super like, religious fanatics. I was like, I don't, I don't remember helping those people. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like, a, they're, they're like the tree house. I call them the tree house people. Cause you like pulled into right. a fence and there's like up in a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you had them, you had this like colony where it's like a work camp basically. And it was like this grandma yeah. who was like iron fisted. And one of the missions that you get is she's like, Oh, you know, there, if there's people send them to me and you can actually choose where to send survivors that you find. Right. And, and sometimes you're, you know, like if you send them to there, they're going to be working. And like, there's right. one storyline that plays out where you find this girl, you take her and you're like, Oh yo, you, you, you came from here. Like this lady knows right. you. And she's like, Oh yeah, darling, come here. And the next thing you know, the girl ran away because granny worked her into the dirt and didn't feed her. And right. now she's actually went off and, and joined the religious fanatics that are like carving themselves up and stuff. And then you have to go like save her later. So yeah, I, th- I, like I, those I, threads that you pull for me were just crazy to see how people like, like that girl lived on her own with monsters running around for God knows how many years and was making do. And she was like, basically a, uh, you know, kind of like a, a, like a, like a, like a, like a savage child when you find her, like she's like super right. messed up, but like she would rather go and toss in with people that are self mutilating than to work in granny's work camp. Right. Like, that tells you something about I, Granny's work camp and like how right. awful that is. Yeah, listen to Maggie's Farm by Bob Dylan. You might understand. Right. Uh, but no, it, it's one of those things too. Like a lot of my my qualms with this game are are also from a technical aspect. Like I had crashes from it. Oh, did you? Um, I I had like some a couple of like faulty saves. I think where like I had to do stuff over. Oh, okay. Um and and so it's one of those things too. Like I wasn't a really big fan of the combat. Like the combat felt slow and clunky to me along with the idea like there there are a lot of zombies in this game and for the combat to feel slow and clunky along with a lot of bad guys in it 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 makes this weird this kind of weird situation where you kind of either need to be more stealth or or more combat focused but if the combat's not very good and a com and the thing is like sometimes it just doesn't give you like a choice like if you have to burn down the hive or something like that like you, you have to fight them right so it made yes. it feel like if, if you just didn't have enough ammo or if you didn't have like enough of this or that it made those situations just it doesn't make them difficult it makes them annoying yes and no so i i agree with you to a certain extent the the thing with combat was it was tied to the progression system and then mm-hmm. i remember i remember this conversation you didn't like the fact that it was tied to the progression system because it made the combat feel bad. Like you had to unlock stuff to make combat feel better and it, and it should have just felt good in that right. aspect. I agree. But as you play the game and you do find better weapons, craft better weapons, do things, you also unlock RPG abilities that do then round out the combat for you and make it feel better. That right. said early on. Yeah, it feels, it feels rough in the beginning. Cause you don't have mm-hmm. any of these abilities. You don't have access to good weapons. And so some of those encounters can be rough, but they're also, they're also because it's an open world and you do travel a lot of it repeatedly for good reasons, but you do, they're kind of making you say, okay, well, if there's a hive of zombies, you're not equipped to do this. Come back later. Right. Like right. It, that, that's kind of like your, your signal of, Hey, if you've got five bullets, don't try and take out a hive. 
And, and it, but it doesn't do a good enough job, I think in the moment of telling you that. So that's a fair criticism. I, I completely agree with is that I was confused right. too. I'm like, there's a hive in front of me. What am I supposed to I, do? Like, right? I'm like, not, I, I, like I, I'm not going to disagree that I, I, I don't feel like I was confused, but it's definitely one of those things. Like I didn't really encounter where they said like, Hey, don't try this right now because it felt right. like it was actually tied more to the story. So that's where I felt like, you know, I, I, I'll give you credit and say that I, I, without a doubt, know you did more side stuff than I did. So your progression is <laughs> going to be way more than mine. But I found the game so boring that I, I was like, I just, I just want to do some main story stuff, and yeah. and didn't feel like the game was really willing to let you do that until you did flush out the side stuff. Yeah, and I and there, no, there were there were certain areas that are gate kept by the fact that you kind of have to just do things and like start right. doing side quest missions. Fair. And and again, fair criticism, right? But for me, I was at a point too where I said Days Gone's coming out. It's a Sony PlayStation exclusive. I was expecting God of War, right? I was expecting sure. I was expecting this is going to be a longer game. It's going to be drawn out. I'm going to, I'm going to be really getting into, cause they, they super invested in like the human experience. I'm like, I'm getting a human experience. What's this world going to be like? And so having right. those expectations going into it, I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't shocked by anything that was happening. I was just kind of like enjoying the ride that I was on. And over time I was like, okay, like I'm invested. I'm invested. I want to go do the next thing, do the next thing, do the next thing. And, and that for me was enough to keep me going through. And ultimately I really enjoyed how it paid off. And there's actually more for me to do. After the game is officially over, there's still like more stuff for you to go and do. That's oh, not yeah, actually has stuff. some end game. Yeah, there's there's even there's post end game. Like I played end game. There's post end game that you can do uh, that that is still story driven. That I just haven't done because I was like I've been on this game for long enough. I'm I'm happy I right. finished it and I'm good. I'm moving on. So, but for me, it it's certainly a contender. I think from a from a storytelling perspective it was great relationship perspective was great the the combat got better over time but yes it was rough in the beginning um as in terms of like a tangible world it created this very real human feeling place that was like damn i don't want to live here <laughs> like this would really suck to live here but it was cool so it was good right next what's next on my list is sekiro and and I don't I don't think we need to talk about it too much. Sekiro is is just the best game that from software's made in this genre. Oh yeah, I I you're a Bloodborne guy. Yes, I am. I'll tell I, you why it's but, better than Bloodborne. But it's 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 yeah, I I but the thing is like I I'm hard-pressed to disagree with you. I think you're right. And that bothers me because I do love Bloodborne. <laughs> Bloodborne is a fantastic game and how it plays in the world and the way that it's crafted. Bloodborne is a terrible game in the fact that even though it does a better job of telling a story than any of the other Dark Souls games before it or Dark Souls 3 that came out after it, it still is a really hard story to follow. Whereas Sekiro tells you a complete narrative in yeah. sequence oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you know what's going on the it's whole the time you're playing. It's the best story they've ever told. I hope they take that kind of narrative and, yes. and put it on everything else they do. Right. And again, that's why like I praise Code Vein. Like looking there's a narrative you, you can follow. Too. Yeah, looking at you, Bloodborne 2. Or <laughs> or the the another the they're the Viking one that they're gonna be coming out with next is the one they've changed. Yeah, oh dude. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, the one they're collaborating with J.R.R. Martin on. Oh, give me give me give me Vikings. Give me oh, all good. the Vikings. George Railroad Martin. 
Dude, I'll take it. I like Game man's, of Thrones. Man's killed more people than syphilis. Anyway. Dude, I'm, t- I'm but, telling you, if, if he's writing a video game, it's going to be a hell of a game. Everybody's going to die all the time. You're just going to be right. like, nothing's sacred. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's just going to be it's just gonna be lemmings. It's everyone just like running off the cliff. Um, Next. It, but, but yeah, that, yeah, that's it for me. I mean, no, like really like, uh, see, okay. Uh, because you did five, I was whittling mine down to five. Okay. And I, it, it is... I'm I'm listening to your list because I'm like I need to decide what the fifth game is. Control for me, I know you didn't play. Control for no. me is up there. Control for me is kind of like a it's an honorable mention. I don't think it should win. I don't. I don't I don't think that it does a good enough job at what it does to deserve right. game of the year. I do feel that it deserves a, a super <laughs> solid look. Control and, gets the independent vote. It does. I'm I'm so <laughs> Controls control has story problems that stem from there being a lot of story in attached to items and pickups, especially early uh, on. Ah, yeah. I, okay. I read everything early on because it doesn't take long to read. But if you read everything, you know way more about the story in the first hour mm-hmm. than if you are just skipping over stuff. And and it's that well, makes it tough. It, it's good in in the ways that Wolfenstein did it, where it was like newspaper clippings and things sure. like that at your immediate reach, like in your hideout. Yes, it's not good if you have to go search or or hunt for those things that you randomly just come across. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're there, but yeah, you if you you kind of have to be a loot goblin to to find some right. of this stuff. But it, it pays off in so many other ways in the fact that that the way that the building works and the and the puzzles work are are just well done. The way that the abilities sure. end up being over time are good. The overall story is a fairly straightforward one but evolves over time and is a good story. I don't feel the enemies were very were, were well varied. I don't feel like the combat okay. was was satisfying I, in the I sense watched that, you play it some, like not a lot but some. I didn't once again secondhand visuals. I didn't like the way it looked. It didn't look like it was fun to me it was fun the combat was not as rewarding as it should have been how do i put it that way that that's what they like it was more fun to use abilities than it was to use weapons but you're driven I, to use weapons. i think you even said that at the time that sounds familiar it, it's it's kind of like the same criticism that star wars gets from a lot of people right like once you, you unlock force abilities and do oh, more stuff yeah. with force abilities and for and like in, in fallen order it's way better like start like in fact if i could swap one like control gets the honor, honorable mention. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order should be on this list for me. Like it's it deserves a place. It's the best Star Wars game there's been in such a long time. But it it kind of has that same issue where there's a cool now, world, it, but combat is lacking. And when combat's like the core of the game, you kind of need that to be good if you want to be game of the year. Well, let me just ask: Are you actually putting it on the list because it's? Yes, I, I, I'm not disputing because it's a good Star Wars game. I'm saying, does it get like a little extra love because it's the best Star Wars game that they've done in a while? It it does, it does, okay. it does. You're 100. Like it, I I feel I felt like it was it was one of the more fun games that I played the entire year. I liked Cal. Mm-hmm. I liked the supporting cast. The graphics it, were great. the The story was solid. The, right. The character evolution was really good on all accounts. The the people you meet were I, good. But combat was lacking, and that it, it would have made my list if the combat would have been better. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you and I, you and I both like the customization options, like yeah. all the stuff. You know, I some, love the force powers. Like, oh, oh my god, so good. The things that you could do with them once you figured it out were great. Like, there was really great set pieces on each of the worlds. But I think you and I agree we beat this horse to death, though. Fast travel and more refined combat would have made that game game of the year. 
Yeah, like the mm, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then the last one for me is COD. In in and yeah. I'm not just because I'm a COD fan. It's literally the best shooter game that's come out this year. It has the best campaign. I I loved it. It's endearing. It's human. It's gritty. It's it's like the, oh my god, the mission where you're in the house clearing the house in the middle of the night. Oh, when you're playing oh. like. Also, this is going to be spoilers because it's the game of the year conversation. Just sure, so you guys know. but like, but literally, when you're playing, I forget her name. Sorry, the, where you're playing the little girl and the town gets attacked. Yeah. Like, oh my god, dude! Like, that's one of the, to me. That's almost more visceral than the nuke scene in the original, like Modern yeah. Warfare. Hundred percent. Yeah, when you're because playing Farah. Yeah, like this is like because like the nuke scene is something that is like worst case scenario. Like, oh god, that could happen. Whereas like scenes like this is like, oh God, this does happen. Yeah. Chemical warfare on top of people basically committing genocide is essentially yeah, what it was. It's, 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 and like and literally two, two kids fighting for their lives in their own house. Like it was hard was for me scary. to get through that. Like yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Like it was tough for me to play through that. And I was on stream. Yeah. And, and uh, there's so many reasons that, that, that COD just, they, they did a really good thing in the fact that they, they didn't try and go beyond modern warfare. And they said they weren't going to, because where do you take it when Russia's invaded the U.S.? Right, like they, they, we can't pick up after Modern Warfare Three, but we want right. to keep some of the same characters. So they essentially rebooted the series, and and their justification for doing that was saying that they wanted to make it relevant again, and that Modern Warfare has changed in the past decade. And when you look at what Modern Warfare looks like now compared to back then. In, in the very real threats that we fight and how the chemical warfare is being used and other types of things right. are being used. Like this is a very um, founded or grounded uh, take on how this works and, and what's happening to people in these certain situations and how they're shaped. And it mm-hmm. was, uh, whew, it was, it was a lot, it was a lot to take in and that's just the campaign and the campaign for me mm-hmm. again, is just, it's worth playing. It's an amazing Solid. campaign experience it it's the best cod campaign and since i can remember yeah a long time and then you look at the multiplayer it's the first multiplayer they've truly evolved the entirety of the systems like yes it's back to boots on ground but like they they've added the whole like opening and closing doors mechanic which sounds dumb but it actually makes a hell of a lot of difference because you can create and take off choke points and things while keeping boots on the ground they've also made the game like way more vertical which is a good and a bad thing in my opinion but it also allows gives the ability for so much more motion and the and and just the ability to to well some people will call it camp but but be able to post up and and actually and actually be able to like bring map control back to cod in a way that's not camping the spawn yeah like they they need to they still need to fix spawns and that's that's always going to be contention because they're they're using a system that's used to constantly (laughs) swapping but they have power positions now. So it's like, you yeah. shouldn't swap as often, that's, but if that's you the don't, issue with then the you vertical. get spawn trapped. It's like, yeah. you know, like there's, there's, there's a nuance there they have to figure out, but overall I think they did a good job. The, the standout thing to me in multiplayer though was gunsmith. And, and I will, will tell this to anybody that will listen. Gunsmith has fundamentally changed how COD can approach weapon balance. And yeah. that is so important because for so long it's been broken. They add, add a DLC weapon or they have one gun in a stack that, you know, when you have sleight of hand equipped it as a perk, as like a global perk, it just makes it OP. Now they have all of that stuff individually. You can add five attachments to, to any weapon 
and it yeah. affects just that weapon. Well, I mean, Even that's the like, same like, attachment well, on a different gun is going to affect that gun differently. So the different. fact that you yeah. can now address individually these weapons is such a better way of handling that weapon balance to where and I and I've seen way more like weapon economy in the sense of like someone kills me like they're not always using one specific gun sure like it's a lot of always people something. so far a lot of people gripe about the the, the 725 and the m4 mm -hmm. but even with people saying they're god tiered like you said i don't see that i'm dying by them all the time there's right plenty of, of and, of and i win out. plenty of fights with the mp5 against the m4 unless it's at a distance sure which, uh, in which case the m4 should have an advantage and i've lost plenty of fights to the kilo no, so the kilo is good. I like the kilo. But you look at that, I think it's good. And they're also doing a really good job of post on support. They first game to be first cod to be crossplay. And cosmetics. Like yeah, it's first first cod to be crossplay. First cod uh to to be free DLC. And my goodness, the battle pass system, thank you for bringing it. It's not like it reinvents the wheel. They just did what Fortnite did and they did, did a good well. job. And oh they, my god, they, the cosmetics. They did it much better than Apex did. Like every time <sighs> Apex releases a battle pass, I'm just like, these guys don't get it yet. No. Nope. And and COD very much like seems like they get it a lot more than them. Like there's actually things on the COD battle pass that I want to grind out oh, and, and get so to. Bad. Especially like the uh, like MP5 is my main weapon. The Sand Snake is nasty. See, I so, tried it and I didn't like it. I had to take it what? all apart. Yeah, I had to take it all apart, man. Oh, I disagree. Oh, it's so good though. I I like the MP5. It's my go-to gun. I I probably have the most kills with it, but I I did not like the Sand Snake. That scope on it, I just don't like. It's really. Yeah, I like the Iron Sight the most on the yes. on the MP5. Um, but yeah, it's yes. it's. Um, was that was that your final game? Yeah, that's my that's my last game. And on, on well, well I'll, you know what? I'll treat that as my first game. So everything he said, I more or less feel. Um, spawns, dear sweet mother of Christ. <laughs> Find a way to fix these, please, because yeah. they are so effing annoying. They need to um, fix them very much. But no, so uh, first uh, or second on my list would be Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. And I haven't played it. Uh, it's I haven't finished it, but it's definitely like one of those games to where it's like I, I feel it like call back to me. Okay. And it's definitely uh, it's it's one of those things that so, so many people were upset about this game on Twitter. And then you start playing it and you're like wow, this is like a fun story and it's a beautiful world and yep. like these are cool Pokemon. And granted, I will fully admit this is more or less my first full-fledged Pokemon experience, full-fledged Pokemon game. Sure. So like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm enjoying it for what it is, a fun game. Um, and let's see. So third on my list would be Bloodstained, Ooh. which is, uh, uh, yeah. It, for those that haven't played uh, 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 Castlevania Symphony of the Night, or games like that, or Metroidvanias. You know, the Vania part is Castlevania. Mm -hmm. Uh, the guy that created that kickstarted Ritual of the Night, and it's one of those things that it is probably the best, in my opinion, Metroidvania to come out in a hot minute. It's, it's a freaking gorgeous world. The boss fights are fun, there's customizable stuff. You get kung fu boots out the gate which Love is really or so stupid, but fun at the same time. I feel like he watched Mad Max while making this game because like there's girls that like play guitar and their weapon is fire shoots from the guitar. Um, it's awesome. They have one of the best dying animations and sounds uh, of all time from that one dude that literally he's like, it, you, you just got to experience it for yourself. But no, overall uh, gorgeous game. Like, an open like an open metroidvania world 
where you know when you're approaching a boss fight and you know it's going to be good it's a cohesive story it's entertaining yep. all the characters are brought together but it also has like you know you, you also have those other characters that that have a hint of mystery to them so you kind of have to do what they want to an extent to to kind of pry open that book a little bit more um overall this is a game that i've maybe spent the most time playing out of anything this year other than cod wow because it's just a game that you want to continue to explore because the map is freaking massive. Uh, and then after Cheers. that is uh, Link's Awakening, Legend of Zelda. So I wanted to play that this, too. I am I am a massive Legend of Zelda nerd. Matter of fact, I will say this: uh, it's December twenty sixth. I'm excited because on December twenty seventh, Zeldathon kicks off, which is a week long uh, Zelda charity stream. And I literally like once that thing starts playing, I don't turn it off. Because <laughs> they um, they, the they 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 run through literally every Zelda game and beat it. God, that's gonna take a while. For and, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's gonna take a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, you beat Breath of the Wild in like 15 minutes or whatever it is now. It's, oh, that's it's true. Insane. You can speed run it. That's right. Yeah, it's stupid how quick you can actually beat that game. And like, like I I, I, I will send you the video of like one of the quickest speed runs and like the stuff they do will blow your effing mind. Um, but no, so Link's Awakening. Okay. I never got to play it because I didn't have a Game Boy as a kid. So I missed, like, it's one of the Zeldas. Like, I haven't got to play any of the Game Boy Zeldas. So, like, Oracle of Seasons and stuff like that, I haven't got to play as well. So the fact that they're bringing those to this now, I get to experience that story as a huge fan. Nice. Instead of having to go back and do that, it's 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 a cartoony, claymation-looking art style that I... It's gorgeous. Like, I love, dude. It's so good. It's so good. I'm actually planning on like playing through it on stream like, and for retro biz again. Go boot up some links quickly. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so yeah, like the bosses are fun. It's a fun story. Um, you know, for those that don't know, it's it's not really canon because it's well, you 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 can find out if you play it. But uh, but game of the year yeah. for me is uh, Resident Evil Two. And I, I find I it fun. <laughs> I find it funny that like the top two are remakes. Like it's, it's yeah for you the top two remake. I mean RE2 is one that so here, here's what I'm going to say about RE2. Sure. Now that we've seen that they're not just stopping with RE2, they're actually progressing that to RE3 and like RE2 is kind of like their first step, right? They're like like yeah. we're, we're resetting with this and we're bringing all of this Resident Evil lore and experience back with an updated look and feel, not just a crappy retro remake, like an actual full blown remake of the game. It makes me want to go back and play. So. I, yeah. I grew up as an Xbox kid. You had PlayStation. I give no foxes whatsoever for Final Fantasy. I was never really pulled in by Resident Evil because I never had these games to play. Right. So I played Resident Evil 7. Solid game. Great horror game. Loved it. I played it over in VR again. It was really fun. It just, so good VR. So good. But like, I, I just don't have that pull to like go up and play those games. Now that I know that they're not just stopping with two, it's not just like, here's a fan favorite remake. They're like, oh no, we're doing two. Now we're going to do three. I, like, I think they're actually trying to make this like the Resident Evil like timeline again, yes. as opposed to like doing, going from seven and carrying that on. I feel like this is almost a rebirth Yep. where they're going to be like, okay, like here is like the Resident Evil oeuvre and it's going to be like these remade games and then whatever comes after it. Right. And, yes. and honestly, right now, I'm kind of cool with that because the toughest thing about Resident Evils have always been the controls. Oh, and so, so they're they're fixing the way the controls work. The RE engine is actually I actually like it. Um and it's it's a solid engine. I love like Resident Evil 2 is one of the Resident Evils I played the least. 
mm. uh, when I was a kid. So being able to go back and like fully explore that world and and seeing the changes they've made and it's like I want to buy it on PC because it's effing gorgeous uh, on sure. PC and like of course higher frames and stuff like that as well. But it's it's just like the mixture uh, Mister X changes and the storyline yeah. and the boss battles and and it and of course like it still feels like survival horror like the way it was supposed to be played. It's it's. I, I can't lie. Like it's, I'm biased because I love survival horror and and I love Resident Evil, but this game, there's literally, I, I kind of judge games based on I don't like crapping on games, right? Sure. I like being able to say what's wrong with a game <laughs> and what I would enjoy more if that they implemented that change in yes, the game. Constructive criticism, not just and whining. I can tell a game that to me is damn near perfect where I wouldn't change anything. Ooh, and. Fair. With Resident Evil, I wouldn't change anything. Like or Resident Evil Two, I wouldn't change anything. Like the way it is, I am perfectly content rolling through that game. Fair. So yeah, that's that. That's my list. I'm I'm gonna have to make that a priority to go through at some point. Is just do yeah. It. It's also not like a super long experience either, right? It's like like well, 10, you have to hours. like you have well, you have a clear storyline and you have Leon's. I know there's so it two. Who you want to play? Yeah, but like they're they're each like what like eight to ten hour kind of experiences, or are they a little longer than that? ish probably yeah i mean like that's doable right like that's that's something that's like oh i could knock that out in a couple streams and be done and again resident, and resident evil speedrunners can finish the games in like 40 minutes oh wow so i mean it's it's one of those things that like if you take your <sighs> time sure man. like it's going to be it's going to be a longer experience but um you can it's it's also one of those things like it's a confined space that moves the narrative along and lets you explore like the rooms within that area and, and I mean, I played the demo. The demo was sweet, man. Like it was good. Yeah. It was good. But I just again, other things coming out similar times, prioritizing oh, yeah. different things. It's why we bring so much amazing content to you here on Retrofiz. But anyway, so if you pick one, what's your game of the year? Re two. Year. Yeah. Re two. Yeah, and and all and I will say for me, it's still Sekiro. I think I think Sekiro just gave me the most overall pleasure out of all the games that I played. It, it was just so uh, good. Sekiro would be in my top ten list. It's just so good. If I if I yeah if I extend the list to ten, it would be it'd be in there. I need to go back and that's that's a really cool fizz play idea. Like just like having kind of commentary and just talking about the game. Oh yeah, like, I would love to. do we that. We should totally you. do that because I I need to revisit Sekiro again. Like it's that's one of those games that's going to stick. That's with the me. cool thing about like Souls likes and 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 also survival horror. Like yeah. the, well, both of our games that we chose for like they're games that kind of call back to you that you want to go play again yeah, i just want to go like, and have those battles man like they're fun exactly. battles yeah it's 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 one of those things because that's cool about resident evil 2 like you know it's you can choose to where it's like stand your ground and try to fight it out or run and save your ammo that yep. way you can do something later running <laughs> but anyway we are gonna run because we've been going yes. for quite a long episode you know what guys you it's guys the should, game you guys of the year enjoy. episode baby you should you should enjoy this. You're getting you're getting amazing quality podcast coming at you. Uh, that being said, Finger guns. If you Let's love go. everything that we do, we're actually making a pretty big push right now on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/retrofizz. If you can go there, oh yeah, you can become a patron. Please do the thing. We're like at what forty one dollars right now. Yes, we are only thirty four dollars away from having two more retrofish shows a month let's get it like good good produced awesome fun stuff that you guys enjoy and you can be a part of that so please make sure and the more that. and the more we're able to raise per month the more of this we're able to do because we can actually give these people more money that way they don't have to work as much i like money 
<laughs> anyway, that being said, makes the if world you, go round. Makes the world go round. Uh, again, if so, again, Patreon, please do the things. Big, big help. Uh, if you are following us on Mixer, Twitch, or wherever you're watching us, please make sure you're hitting that follow button. Uh, if you can subscribe, please do the thing again. Just like Patreon, that also helps keeps the lights going and us making awesome content for you. Uh, please make sure you're following us on all the socials. Just search for Retrofizz, find the bottle cap, hit that button, and it all is Gucci. And then, of course, please rate this podcast. Please find us on your Apple Store or your Google Podcasts and or your Podchaser.com. If you if you can be in any of those places and you have the ability to review, please give us a review. Give us your kind words. We love the feedback and we love the support, and it helps way more than you know. But that being said, that's been our Game of the Year 2019 episode. I think we're Gooch. I liked it. I, I mean, I had fun. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Love your faces, everybody. Bye-bye. Be good.